Before we get into today's episode, I have a surprise for you. This is not something I've ever done before, but I'm opening the Triathlon Nutrition Academy program to the email list only. So I'm not doing a big launch and a big party for open week. This is only for if you're on my email list. So if you're not on there yet, make sure you go to dietitianapproved.com forward slash subscribe to get your name on our weekly email list. And hitting your inbox soon will be a special offer to join us inside the Triathlon Nutrition Academy. It's going to close again on the 17th of July because that's when we're going to kickstart phase one. Now, this is not open to the public. It's only for you if you're on the list. The next time we open to the public is September. So if you've been sitting on the fence, watching from the sidelines and wanting to join us inside the program, then now is your opportunity to do that through the sneaky side door. To learn more about the Academy, go to dietitianapproved.com forward slash Academy and make sure you're on the email list if you do want to join us inside. Phase one kicks off on the 17th of July and I'm not opening again until September. All right, let's get into today's episode. Joining me is Renee. Renee is one of the athletes inside the program, and she's got a really interesting story that I really would love to share with you. She has had a lot of nutrition advice before, and it's not until she sought out help from an advanced sports dietitian that specializes in triathlon that things started to click for her based on what she's doing on a day-to-day basis. And I just think that's an amazing thing to share because... A lot of people get nutrition advice from various different locations and it's interesting to understand that the advice you get from certain sorts of people is related to that one element of your health. What differentiates a nutritionist and a dietitian and a sports dietitian is our more specialist knowledge in our area of expertise in the sport that we work with. So I'm excited to share her journey with you. Welcome to the Triathlon Nutrition Academy podcast, the show designed to serve you up evidence-based sports nutrition advice from the experts. Hi, I'm your host, Taryn, accredited practicing dietitian, advanced sports dietitian, and founder of Dietitian Approved. Listen as I break down the latest evidence to give you practical, easy to digest strategies to train hard, recover faster, and perform at your best. You have so much potential, and I want to help you unlock that with the power of nutrition. Let's get into it. Renee, thank you so much for joining me on the Triathlon Nutrition Academy podcast today. No problem. I'm really excited to have you join me and talk to you outside of the program. We haven't really done that yet. You've got a really interesting story that I would love to share with people. So before we get into it, can I ask you how you started on your triathlon journey from day dot? From day dot. Wow, it feels like it was so long ago. I met my husband 10 years ago and he was an avid cyclist and he was riding for Tour de Cure and raising money for cancer research. And I felt that being quite serious about him, it was important to have something in common. And so I bought a bicycle and he taught me how to clip in and now I ride more than he does. As part of that journey, I was cycling with a lot of men and looked for a group of cyclists when I moved to Sydney that had more women in it. 
and I met up with More Performance, which is a triathlon group in the eastern suburbs, and they've got heaps of women. And I started riding, and I said I would never do a triathlon. And then as you're riding every week, you ride with them every week, and then something just clicks and you go, okay, maybe I'll give this a shot. And I think just where I was at in my personal and health journey, I had something to prove. And so I took triathlon on and I have slowly stepped up the distances from my first Olympic distance to completing my first Ironman last year. Amazing. It was love at first sight, hey, meeting your husband? I think it was, you know, I was pretty keen pretty quickly. Love at first sight so much that you're willing to risk clipping into a bike for him. It doesn't mean I didn't cry on my first time, (laughs) but I was very sick at the time too when I took up cycling. So I was at the beginning of my cancer journey and raising money for cancer research was then something that was really important and cycling meant that I could do that with him. And so it was part of that journey of feeling like I had some control over something. And even though it was scary to clip in the first couple of times, I certainly got over it and I did ride with a tour de cure with him. Many a solid relationships are formed with the love of triathlon for sure. (laughs) And clipping in on bicycles. (laughs) (laughs) What sort of exposure did you have to nutrition before you decided to join the Triathlon Nutrition Academy? You know what? I had heaps. And that's probably, as I've mentioned, I've got a cancer background and coming out of cancer, um, I learned a lot about it being a journey and that you need to be more in control of what you're doing and you need to be looking at it holistically instead of just taking, you know, medication forever. And so I have done a lot with nutrition over the course of the last sort of five or six years in order to get myself to a position where I feel happy and healthy. And so I was working and have worked with a number of dietitians and naturopaths and integrative GPs along that sort of more holistic health route. So I would say I came in feeling like I had a pretty solid background. Yeah, I agree. You've seen a lot of professionals and you have a really solid base, which is awesome. A lot of people don't have that. So then what was the next step in your thinking that made you want to join the Triathlon Nutrition Academy program? After completing Ironman last year, I look back on the experience and I'm really happy that I did complete it and I got there. But I felt like when I turned up on the day, I wasn't actually in the best shape of my life and I really wanted to be. And My reflection after Ironman was on the fact that I didn't think I nailed my nutrition, particularly in the lead up, like through all my long training sessions and stuff like that. I was totally with the group of people where we rode and then ran off the bike to McDonald's. (laughs) No, don't tell me that. (laughs) We literally did. We would run off the bike to McDonald's. We'd run off the bike to a pub. You know, while that's kind of fun. I just reflected on the fact that I wasn't recovering as well as I could have. Fair enough. (laughs) So you joined the Academy because you knew that you could have done a better job with Ironman last year and you wanted to make sure you dotted all those I's, crossed all those T's for the next one. Yeah, and it was about making sure that if I was going to continue in this sport and continue to do long course endurance, that I wanted to be able to feel myself appropriately. And I just had this feeling, this niggling feeling that I was underdone. 
and that I wasn't eating enough. Good realisation, good realisation for sure, which you probably feel like you're still in that boat. Is that right? I would say, look, it's a journey and I started the Nutrition Academy in what I would call the off-season. I had just finished Everesting, so riding ridiculous amounts on my bike and I have just really ramped up in the last few weeks my running and swimming effort to match what I've been doing on the bike and I'm really noticing just right now that I need to just reassess again what I'm eating and that what I've learned about periodization applies not only to every day of the week on a seven-day kind of cycle but it also applies to where I'm at in my training and so what I've learned is that I need to be ramping up what I'm eating to match the fact that the intensity of my exercise is currently ramping up. It's good that you can pick that up early. A lot of triathletes don't pick that up until they've got louder warning signs of, you know, stress injuries, constantly getting sick, really not recovering particularly well. But if you can pick that up earlier now with the knowledge that you've got from the program, you can constantly adapt and evolve and tweak your nutrition over your build for your 70.3 or your Ironman or whatever you've got coming so that you are matching better your energy intake to your expenditure and not putting yourself into a state of low energy availability. So that's awesome. I definitely am continuing to work on it, but I feel that the difference between now and when I first started is that I've got an idea now on what I need to do and I'm not counting calories. We don't count calories in the Nutrition Academy and that's kind of freeing as well. So now I just plate up and you know in this week in particular because I'm really trying to nail my nutrition this week I'm just looking at the plate and I just looked at it and around that is not a plate for a day when you are training twice so go forth and modify what is on that plate and it can be done so easily and I think that you taught me that as well that it doesn't have to be hard like I'm putting rice in the microwave to add carbohydrates and I'm steaming vegetables to make sure that, you know, there's enough green on the plate and I've increased my protein a bit. Like I didn't have a bad diet to start with, but I would say that really tweaking and understanding in particular the carbohydrate need has just been so key to feeling okay. Because like most people who do triathlon, I'm not an age group athlete that's going to win anything. I'm working full time. I've got a huge job outside of triathlon. And so I need to feel not only what I'm doing in the morning before and after work, but I need to feel, you know, my day so that I've got energy to give people at work as well. Yeah. On the high performer spectrum, you'd probably be a nine or a nine and a half, I would say. I'm certainly that A-type personality where, for those of you who don't know Taryn very well, she doesn't like you to eat the same thing every day. Oh, <laughs> I love eating the same thing every day. <laughs> you can eat the same food if that's what you like, but you just need to understand how to scale that for training, scale up and down strategically. But, you know, if you're a long-time listener, you would have heard me say that plenty of times before and Renee's just clicked and realised what I actually mean by that on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, look, I can definitely now look at what I love to eat. Like I love a smoothie for breakfast. I can tweak that smoothie now to make sure that I'm getting enough nutrients from it so that it's enough to fuel the next session and the next part of my day. Yeah, exactly. So you've touched on a few of those things, but where were you at before you joined the academy? You know, you've got a good base when it comes to nutrition knowledge. I know you have a coach that gives you nutrition advice, but what were you doing before? Yeah, definitely. 
versus, you know, what are you doing now? What is the big change that you've had over the last 12 weeks? Because I've watched it from here and you've done amazing things. But tell me and tell the listeners where you were at before versus the ass kicking that you're doing now. So I think before I had some of those myths about carbohydrate going on that, you know, I couldn't eat a lot because I would put on weight. And obviously that's not what you want to be doing in the off season. I was really focused 12 weeks ago on trying to drop some weight and looking at my carbohydrates to do that. But what I've realized in the course of the last 12 weeks is that I almost needed to unlearn some of what I thought I knew and go, okay, I've got to come at this from a different perspective. And now I am eating more and in particular eating more carbohydrates throughout my day. And I've lost five or six kilos in the time that I've been working, you know, on this program just by not counting the calories and by looking at where I am placing my carbohydrates in particular, also my just general recovery meals are a lot better and understanding what that looks like even after my long ride on a Saturday when I'm not running off to McDonald's, when I'm actually sitting at a cafe, like how I can balance that out better to make sure that I'm getting better recovery. And so I've lost weight, but I'm performing better at the same time because I'm starting to see that my running has come together and, you know, it's improving every week and I've got the energy to push that out. Such an amazing transformation. Like we don't focus on weight loss in the program. It's not something that I talk about as a specific thing, particularly not in phase one. And it's amazing that you came into the program trying to drop fat, cutting carbs, putting yourself into a hole and by actually eating more, the message is not eating more calories, but it's just eating more strategically. You've managed to actually achieve that goal in a way that wasn't hard. Like you weren't on a diet, you weren't restricting yourself, you weren't counting calories, you were just eating around some structure and framework that I give you, but it certainly wasn't a diet and it wasn't difficult. It kind of just happened and it's not something we focus on. Yeah, definitely. Look, I think that I just feel better and if you recover after the training sessions, you know, there's a real key there because that recovery means that you've got more energy to do things like prepare the next meal and understanding what roughly needs to be in that in that meal and what it does to your performance means that, you know, you're making a more educated decision about okay, do I want to perform well tomorrow when I'm doing my long run or, you know, do I want to go out drinking with my mates and eating pizza, <laughs> you know, and knowing that there are some times when the balance needs to be there and that's fine, but also knowing that, okay, if I am going to go out and eat pizza, maybe I should have a protein shake beforehand to kind of limit the, <laughs> the amount of impact that's going to have. Not that it's the protein shake specifically, but there's no protein in pizza. That's exactly right, right? Like, there's just no protein. And then you work, wake up the next morning, you're like, okay, I want to do a two-hour run. And you're like, well, probably didn't feel that well last night. But I think just balancing it out and just having the energy after you've finished the, those sessions to be able to keep going instead of being on the couch for the rest of the day going, I cannot move. So do you think your biggest realisation through the last 8 to 12 weeks has been that carbs are not evil? Definitely. Carbs are not evil. and I think that you need more carbohydrate than you realize. And it's not until you're talking to someone who does triathlon and who fully understands what that long course triathlon training program looks like that 
you get to understand that because if you're talking to someone who is just helping people generically with similar health conditions, you know, they look at what I'm doing and what I'm eating and they don't fully understand exactly what you are doing or what is needed to fuel it. So I think working with all the other athletes who are focused on triathlon um, has really, really helped, yeah. It's a really nice distinction to make because nobody really understands the difference between a nutritionist, a dietitian, a sports dietitian, and where you would go to get the right advice. It was the very first podcast episode I recorded actually was the difference between those three. It is really interesting to highlight that you wouldn't go and see a dietitian if you've got really specific sports nutrition needs. And even in sports dietetics, like you wouldn't come to see me if you were a gymnast or a boxer or somebody that did team sports, because that's just not my area of expertise. You'd need to kind of find the right professionals to put in your corner to help you with the specific thing that you're after, particularly for someone like you that's had a lot of nutrition advice and education in a health space before, interesting how much that you have actually learned when we're trying to dial that in specifically to endurance triathlon sports nutrition. I feel like I can have a conversation with both you but also the other athletes in the group and say, look, I'm getting home from my swim sessions and I want to eat the entire fridge. And we can talk about that. We can talk about you know, what to do. Whereas if you say that to someone who is not sort of aware of just exactly how much training you're doing and what you are actually doing when you're in the pool, they don't really have that same ability to help and to say, I I totally understand. Here's why it's happening. And here's what we can do about it. Love it. There's some good banter in the Facebook group these days. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it's great to meet other people and to learn from them because they ask different questions every week and things that I wouldn't necessarily think to ask. And they sometimes feel a bit stupid asking them questions, but we all learn from their questions and from what they're doing. And even, you know, small tips from what other people are doing and using, you know, can really help. Totally agree. And there's no stupid questions. We have a safe space. So Renee, what's been the most valuable part of the Academy program for you? Definitely taking control. So I feel like I now have this base level of knowledge that allows me to take control. So if something is not going well or not going right, because I understand why and what I'm doing, I have an ability to immediately adjust it. Like last week I got to the end of the week and I was really tired and I was like, you know what, you are not doing well. So let's sit down and have a good hard look at what you've eaten this week and make a plan for next week. And I didn't need to wait to book in to see a dietitian or to see someone to help me. Like I have that knowledge now where I can look at it and go, actually, you've got the pro form of to do this. You know what your training plan is for next week. Your coach has said it. So fill in your food around it and let's see how you go. Yes. So good. I love that that is control. That's a really nice word. That could be your word for 2022, you know, control, taking control of all the things. Yeah. It's really interesting because a lot of people ask, you know, what are you doing? And it's not easy for me to explain because, you know, everyone's got their theories on nutrition about what works and what doesn't work. And everybody tells you what they're doing when they're out on the bike. And, you know, everybody's got products that they swear by. But I think that the biggest realization here is the understanding of what I kind of need to do, why I need to do it. And then I can work out for myself what works and understanding that what works for me doesn't necessarily work for anyone else. 
And you also talk a lot about, you know, one percenters. And I, you know, I now like giggle a bit when I'm riding with someone and they're like, oh, you know, I'm doing this latest bicarb soda thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's a one percenter, mate. And I'll listen with interest for a bit, but I'll be like, you know, no, I'm over here focusing on, you know, what my pre-workout nutrition is, what I'm eating when I'm on the bike and what I'm working on after the bike. And, you know, that's where I'm going to get results. You're going to be the biggest advocate for evidence-based sports nutrition when I'm done with you. (laughs) Basically, yeah. And it's good to just not have to take up too much of my mental space thinking about these things now either. Like I sort of feel like I've been able to get the evidence-based version from you. I understand what it is and now I can... I can take that and I can apply it for me and it doesn't matter what everyone around me is doing because I've got a plan and I'm sticking to my plan and I know what that is and I'll just let everyone else do their own thing. Every triathlete needs a plan. Definitely. But the great thing about your plan is, you know, there's been some really like light bulb moments where I'm like, oh, I should do that. Like look forward to the food you're eating at hour five of your ride. You know, it's so simple, but when you think about it, just can be life-changing. You know, if you're out on the bike for a very, very, very long time, then what you eat in the middle is really important. And so just even small things like making sure it's something that I'm really looking forward to and not another cliff bar for the one millionth that I've eaten in the last 12 months, you know, that sort of stuff makes a massive difference mentally. Yeah, perfect. Now, don't give away all of our secrets inside the program, okay? Fair enough. You've kind of already answered this, but is there anything that you've gotten out of the program that you just weren't expecting? Yeah, definitely. The recipe plan and your meal plan was something that I wasn't expecting to use or to like. So when you become a member, you get access to some of Taryn's meal plans and it comes with a shopping list. And essentially, it's kind of done all the thinking for you. And you can pull that shopping list up, sit on the couch, order it on your Woolworths app and have it turn up and then make the meals. And so I got to the point where a few weeks ago I was traveling and it was just really beyond what I could think of. And I was like, let's give this a go. And I was really surprised that the meals were easy to make and they were great tasting and it was all good. And so for me, that was probably something that I wasn't expecting was the use of the meal plan and the recipes in that same way. I love to take all the hard work and thinking out of nutrition for people. So that's how those things came about. Like everyone asked me for recipes my entire career. So I developed at the moment, there's over 130 recipes in our database, but they're all recipes that I know are good for busy, active triathletes or endurance athletes or growing bodies. So it is where I give you all of your dinner meals for the week. Like I say, okay, this is what you're eating for seven nights. There's always leftovers because, hey, we're triathletes and we might be swimming late at night and don't have time to cook or we're just a bit tired and don't want to be standing slaving away in the kitchen every night. You've got meals laid out for the week for dinners, the shopping list to go and get everything to cook that, and then you get the recipe for that too in the database. So it's like a no-brainer. It's like take this, run with it, go and do it, don't think about it. And then I teach you how to periodize your food inside phase one of the academy. So I'm so glad that you found that really valuable because that's one of the tools that you get access to to just save you multiple hours in the week, but also stuff that you don't need to think about. That's my you know, genius zone, that's my area of expertise to do that. And I just hand that to you when you come in the door so that it gives you so much time back and takes all that stress away and thinking around what you're actually going to eat each week. So yeah, thanks for that promo. Thanks for that plug, Renee. That's okay. (laughs) It was really funny though, because we were all laughing about 
how we tried a recipe and we all loved it and we were surprised that we did. Uh, you guys are hilarious. Definitely worth trying though, definitely. Yep, definitely. Okay, so you weren't expecting those weekly menu plans to be so good. Is there any hesitations that you had before you jumped in? Like I think you joined on the very last day we were open. What was going on in your mind? What hesitations did you have before joining us? Look, it was about the money. This isn't the cheapest thing going, but I think that the value that I've learned and being able to take control for myself has has absolutely been worthwhile and I will continue on. And it's a big investment in terms of time as well. And I found the time went really quickly. And as a triathlete, I'm super organized, but I'm also a triathlete. So I did all of my podcasts while I was in the car traveling, every single one of them every week, every Tuesday morning while I was on the way to work. I would listen to them and I'd listen to them if I got into my car at some other point in the week and I needed to revisit something. So I made that work. But I just worried about the cash and whether or not it was going to be a good investment. And, you know, I can sit here and say it definitely was and I will continue on because it was. That was probably my only hesitation. It's a hard one, isn't it? Because people don't value investing in nutrition, particularly triathletes, but general health as well. We don't kind of look at dietitians as well, one, the experts in this space. People go everywhere else first, (laughs) dietitians come last. But also with triathlon, there are so many things you need to pay for, you know, coaching, training peaks, membership, all of your gear for three sports. We're not paying for just running shoes and a running singlet. We're paying for everything you need for swimming and everything you need for cycling and then everything you need for running. So it's one of the most expensive sports up there with golf. Definitely. It is an investment and I wanted to make it not out of reach for people because I don't want it to be a barrier, but I also want it to be a little bit scary so that you actually commit to doing the work because I can talk to you about all the things you need to do and, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but I can't make it drink. So I wanted it to be a little bit scary so that you commit to doing the program and actually get the benefit and all those realizations like people like you have, Renee, so that you'll be a better athlete at the end of the day because not many triathletes invest in themselves when it comes to nutrition but I'm a huge believer that it's your biggest performance advantage, way more so than your bicarb or your carbon wheels or your carbon shoes because your body is what's going to get you to that finish line. It's not how fast your shoes are. It's also that one thing that makes a difference between where you're at mentally too while you're in the race. You know, as soon as you start to feel sick or you're underdone in terms of your nutrition, that's what, you know, means that you're no longer enjoying this. And so I think the fact that it was triathlon specific has been the one thing that has made it the best investment in terms of what I'm doing and recognising that I'm not a particularly amazing triathlete, but I'm an athlete and I need to own that. And part of owning that is learning how to do this properly and how to fuel this properly because, you know, that's the bit that means that I can continue to do it. Mm, It's respecting that too in a way. Yeah. And I guess it was another investment, you know, and I've done a lot with nutrition and naturopaths and all sorts of things. And I was really questioning, is this going to give you what you need? And, um, you know, I'm really glad that I've done it. And I'm really glad that I now have the knowledge 
of not only what to do but why I'm doing it. And that why piece is something that you don't get if you just turn up to someone and they tell you what to eat every week. And, you know, I've certainly done that where you get a plan and they tell you what to eat but they don't tell you why you're doing it. And when, for me, the bit that made it all click together was I understood why. And so instead of someone just saying this is what to do, understanding why was so important for me to actually commit to doing it. Yes. Thank you, Renee. Wise words. So do you have any advice for someone thinking about joining the Triathlon Nutrition Academy program? I would say definitely check out some of the podcasts on your podcast channel because they give you a glimpse into what Taryn is like and to the quality of the information. And I mean, she doesn't give everything away there, but it's a good little taster of what you can expect. So I definitely say it's worth checking that out. And if you're really curious and want to know why and be able to do your own how and control what you're doing, then this is definitely for you. Jump in. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your lunch break today to join me on the podcast, Renee. I yeah, really appreciate your time and your insight. None of this was scripted. No, I promised <laughs> I was a one-take wonder. So I've, I've pretty much nailed it. <laughs> pretty much nailed it. And yeah, I look forward to seeing you in phase two soon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I guess for all of you out there, I'm in Sydney. So if you need anything, shout out. Yeah, I'll pop the links in the show note for how to find you. So we'll follow you on Instagram. What's your handle? Oh, swim, bike, run, nap. Obviously, nap being the like most important part of that whole handle. Well, thanks so much for joining me, Renee. I really appreciate you taking the time and effort to come and talk to me today and I'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Triathlon Nutrition Academy podcast. I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions or want to share with me what you've learned, email me at podcast at dietitianapproved.com. You could also spread the word by leaving me a review and taking a screenshot of you listening to the show. Don't forget to tag me on social media at dietitian.approved so I can give you a shout out too. If you want to learn more about what we do, head to dietitianapproved.com. And if you want to learn more about the Triathlon Nutrition Academy program, head to dietitianapproved.com forward slash academy. Thanks for joining me and I look forward to helping you smash it in the fourth leg. Nutrition! Nutrition!